0: hello welcome back to Sextras. where we talk about sex and all the extras i'm honey and i hate the word diva (laughs) it's such a terrible word i hate it why do you hate it i also have a list of words that i don't like on my phone and that's one of them (laughs) why do you hate it it's just like, oh, I, you know, people only ever use that word when it's like they don't have anything good to say about someone. They're like, oh, she is such a diva, and I'm like, yeah, but what do you actually mean though? Because it's giving me bad vibes. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but sometimes it is the only word that you can use to describe. You know, it's so specific. Nah, I think of so many substitutes. What do you mean?
0: It's so specific. Okay, no, because I feel like diva did start as like a specific word for a specific kind of person, like a performer. But now I've been seeing it and hearing it used in so many ways that it's like, why why is that the word you chose? <laughs> so irrelevant. <laughs> Maybe I just hate the misuse of the word, but I also just hate the general oh, word. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm conflicted about that one. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well... I'm
1: Maria. Hi guys. My fun fact is that I I don't really know how to phrase this fun fact really. Um basically what I'm trying to say is that I'm not someone that like peed the bed for very long. Like I it wasn't like abnormal, you know, or anything. But <laughs> I have abnormally, I basically never outgrew the whole peeing yourself thing, apparently, because um, (laughs) I've had so many incidents of, like, peeing myself in public, like, so many more than I can count, and I don't know, I think I have, like, some kind of problem, but also, like, it was very accentuated like when I was drinking a lot I would pee the bed sometimes you know because I was so drunk like I didn't even realize (laughs) so yeah I guess my fun fact is that I pee myself and I'm not ashamed I have to accept my flaws
0: (laughs) but it hasn't happened in ages I'm so proud of you for accepting it it hasn't happened in ages okay so that's plus there was like a good period in time where you were known to pee yeah yourself i know sadly all the time <laughs> and it was so funny <laughs> oh. yeah but i haven't heard of it happening in a while to be fair there are like a good few instances every now and again where i'm like i did just like pee myself <laughs> a little bit so it's not it's not like abnormal don't worry <laughs> also i always have those dreams where i it's not like a dream in itself. It's just like a short thing, you know, when you have to pee when you're sleeping and then mm-hmm. you dream that like you're walking to the toilet and you're like out the toilet. Yeah. And you're like yeah. about to pee. Yeah. And then I always wake up like, <gasps> no, because that's I'm how like, oh they oh get God, you.
1: They that's pee. how they get you. Like, I don't know, the dream <laughs> demons or whoever they are. The simulation. Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> they like make you think that you're going to pee like in the dream you're peeing and then that's how you pee yourself in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: That's what happened when you were awake as well. (laughs) Uh,
1: But I mean, talking of peeing myself, the exact opposite topic, I guess, of today's episode.
0: (laughs) Wow, what a segue.
1: Yeah, because we're going to be talking about dry spells.
0: So... (laughs) Yeah. Very exciting. The best topic anyone could hope for. (laughs) Feel like people are gonna see this episode and be like i don't want to get cursed i'm not gonna listen to it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well we thought it was it might be kind of relevant for some people because i mean we are in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic um <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely not relevant yeah. to me <laughs> yeah i mean we definitely didn't do it because honey was complaining <laughs> about her dry spell or anything like that. No, I feel um, like I've
0: been pretty good about it, but I'll get into that more <laughs> later. We'll talk about the specifics. Yeah. <laughs> but we <laughs> wanted to start with a segment, as always, where we asked everyone, what's the longest you've gone without sex? And how did he break the dry spell? Okay, so someone said
1: lockdown number one, and they got a vibrator that's controlled by A partner during that time and then they finally had sex after that so nice nice little touch of a little long distance sex toy moment (laughs) plus then actually being reunited Mm. i like it building
0: the tension yeah i like that (laughs) a little bit of a preview beforehand they're so expensive those vibrators so i think we've talked about it before how we both really wanted to get one we were like we talked about how mm. that sounds really cool and, but yeah they're so expensive they're like 150 to 200 so
1: so if anyone wants to um send us those that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah we
0: are looking for sponsors so you know if anyone wants to sponsor us <laughs> please send us that next one someone said my whole life <laughs> fair enough I mean, yeah, clearly this question uh, wasn't really yeah. aimed to, like, virgins. Because we know, we know that's how it works. But...
1: <laughs> one day, buddy. One day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we- we're rooting for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Someone else said a year and a half. Lockdown and my girlfriend being in another country. Not a good combo. Yeah. Yeah. I bet honey can relate.
0: Can confirm. Not a great combination.
1: Yeah god I feel like so many people have been forced into this position and I feel like we've said that a good times but like mm-hmm. as honey knows <laughs> and I as I assume it's honestly rough times.
0: Fingers crossed we're gonna have a sexual boom after COVID but apparently in <laughs> Australia as well they've said that because they don't really have that many COVID cases everything's pretty normal and there hasn't been like a massive rise in sex nothing's really changed <laughs> which is like oh come on the UK can do better than this definitely <laughs> fingers crossed um the next one someone said law like two weeks which I was like wow honestly that is so impressive good job to you
1: yeah what the fuck I was kind of like is that really a dry spell? Like how long does it have to be for it to count as a dry spell realistically?
0: Mm. I guess it's more like whatever's longer than your normal period of not having sex or whatever feels long relative to the person. Because if you have sex all the time, then if you go like a week without having sex, you'd be like, Mm. okay, this is quite a dry spell. But Maybe if you only have sex like every couple of weeks or once a month or whatever, you could go a solid three, four months and then that would be a dry spell.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What would you say is your... Like when does it start getting into the dry spell territory? Like how long?
0: Well, I mean, I... (laughs) It's kind (laughs) of hard for me to answer right now because I had that seven month dry spell and that was obviously a long period for me. And for anyone, I would say seven months is a long period. <laughs> but now it's been like four months, I reckon. But obviously that was different because I had someone that like I could have sex with. Versus yeah. before that, like before I was in a relationship, I would say when I was having sex, I would have sex like once, twice, three times a week. So if I wasn't having sex that regularly, if I went like a couple of weeks or a couple of months I would say a couple of months because a couple of weeks isn't that long like it's manageable but I think a dry spell is more the period where it's unmanageable the amount of time you've gone and you're like oh I'm never gonna mm. get out of this you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah like two months two or three months what about you
1: yeah I would say like a month or two I'd I mean I'm not kind of not saying in the context of like my relationship right now like if we were seeing each other as much as we're seeing each other now and we didn't have sex for one or two months i wouldn't even count that a a dry spell like i'd be worried Mm. (laughs) but um (laughs) in more general terms i'd say a dry spell is like like a month like a month and a half or two like that kind of area, like like six weeks ish, is kind of mm-hmm. when you'd start being like, mm, yeah, it's yeah. been a while, hasn't it? I would say <laughs>
0: six weeks is the period where you first start getting like a little bit restless. But three months is the absolute <laughs> most I would go without being like, okay, now we really have to do something about this. Like this is getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so we, I think now we've clarified what a dry spell is to us obviously there will be people that listen to this in are like, three months, like, how, like, what's wrong with you? Mm. But, that's fine, everyone has their preferences, <laughs> you know, obviously this is not the situation I choose to be in right now, and everyone's probably, actually, I've seen so many things of people saying they haven't had sex in over a year because of COVID, so, if that yeah. is you, I, my heart goes out to you, I hope you have a good stash of sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you for those submissions and to all of you in
1: a dry spell I hope that it ends soon baby yeah but let's (laughs) get into the episode
0: okay so we were saying because as we said earlier this episode was kind of inspired by how I have been in a dry spell for quite a long time and it's not like this is an isolated incident like I also went seven months last year and that was kind of painful but (laughs) and that was even before COVID where it was like three or four months and I was like oh my god this is kind of ridiculous but little Mm. did I know I had another four months after that to wait so (laughs) (laughs) like I look back at when I was complaining after three months of being in a long distance relationship and I'm like oh that was so so naive of me I never (laughs) would have known (laughs) but if you're just a regular person in a regular relationship having a normal amount of sex, then you you yeah. will definitely have gone through a dry spot Like without a doubt you will have. <laughs> Unless you're like a character from Sex in the City, in which case <laughs> they seem to just magically have boyfriends like every other day. Which if you've been single in like London or another big city you will know like it's just not (laughs) no it's just not like that or maybe that's just me but (laughs) it's not like that for me what would you say is the longest you have ever gone without having sex like what's your longest dry spell when you were single i would say that my (laughs) longest dry
1: spell was probably when me and my ex broke up and i didn't have sex for like Six months or something? And I guess that's, like, the longest I've gone. But I remember... I don't know. I remember that we broke up and then... I was still kind of, like, into her. But there was, like, no hope of us getting back together or anything. But I kind of still wasn't, like... Trying to sleep with anyone. Because I was so, like... I'd only slept with her at this point. So I was just really scared of sleeping with anyone else and so I wasn't really like putting myself out there or anything if anything I was just like trying to sleep with her pretty much while she was like trying to sleep with a guy since she had discovered she was straight and had never actually had sex with a guy so she could you know finally do that since she didn't have a girlfriend anymore um, <laughs> and she would, like, talk about guys and stuff, and I would just be like, yeah, uh, <laughs> "Ah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still in love with you. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't sleep with anyone, because I was, I was, yeah, as I said, I was so scared, and I, it's not like I was very confident back then or anything. Like, she was the only person I'd done anything with, really. I'd never even kissed anyone else. So, yeah, yeah. and then what happened was... I had a friend from camp. I went to this sort of like summer course thing in America when I was 16 while I was still with my ex. And I met this girl there and we became really, really good friends. And then so then the summer after me and my ex had broken up, she came to see me, this girl. And like our relationship was kind of. It's a little bit complicated. Maybe I'll get into it in another episode. It's not really for this topic. But (laughs) the point is that like I this girl like really liked me. And I really liked her as a friend. But I didn't really like her in that way. But I think part of me was kinda like Like I let it like I slept with her and it kinda happened because I knew that she would never hurt me or like that it wouldn't be weird or that it wouldn't like be gross or anything yeah. because i knew she really liked me and that it was like a safe person to sleep with i guess but <laughs> i don't know we didn't really like fully do like that much or anything and it was kind of a weird moment so i still didn't really like feel out of that dry spell you know what i mean so
0: yeah
1: uh yeah and then to be fair like really soon after i slept with her i lost my straight virginity so <laughs> and then after that I kind of haven't had like super long dry spells or anything but yeah I'd say that's my longest dry spell and I think
0: good job I got
1: the only way I got over it was like because also the guy that I lost my stray virginity to was someone that I had history with, like we liked each other in a previous life or whatever. Not a previous life. But that sounded super dramatic. I, I just meant it in like, like years before or whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't know. I think the way I broke my dry spell was find people that I knew. It could be chill and it would be like not stressful. So then I wouldn't be like feeling all the pressure of oh shit do i even know what i'm doing like i don't even know what sex is you know and especially after like your first relationship and you've only been in a relationship so it's like you only know how to fuck that person Mm. and you might you might think that you're great at sex but you don't know because you've never even fucked anyone else but in many ways just a little token of to make you feel better you're probably a lot better than a guy that has fucked like 13 girls in one night stands because you've had that consistency you know just in case like anyone's insecure and girl also yeah
0: and you know the value of getting to know Mm. someone's body better as well because you will have just come out of that situation even not just your first relationship like any relationship you come out of it's such a daunting thing to then know when like firstly obviously you have to deal with the whole breakup situation and getting through that and then when is it okay mm. to sleep with someone and is the other person sleeping mm. with someone and is it going to be weird if you do it first do you want to be the person to do it first but then also having been like out of the game <laughs> as you would say <laughs> you're you might not necessarily be really confident in like your ability to know how to get laid you just might feel out of touch with things or it it feels weird and wrong and all these different layers of emotion and then when you actually have that opportunity like if it's the first person it is it feels weird and you have to be ready for it and I don't know I think dry spells are so weird because well especially for girls you don't really get horny if you're not having sex like it's a scientific Mm. thing girls just are less horny when they're not having sex I think we've talked about that before but yeah so the longer you go the longer it's like oh, ah, yeah. I'm not really horny I have no incentive but then it's also like well we should probably mm. do something about this so it's <laughs> yeah. not like my whole life yeah <laughs> but then it's like how do you get horny if you're not I mean obviously you can masturbate and that kind of thing and that will kind of get you horny but it's not mm. really the same yeah as having sex with someone and, like, having to go through the paces of finding <laughs> someone to have sex yeah. with. Yeah, I literally, like,
1: sometimes when I just... I'm not having regular sex, I I won't even... Like, I'll get horny for a bit if I stop having sex and then I just won't, and then I literally won't even masturbate, like, nothing, and I just... I will mm. just become a completely sexless being. Yeah, And it's kind of like, what? So, I don't know, I think... <laughs> Uh, another a little goal of mine is like okay if i'm not having sex like just keep masturbating so i stay horny even though it's not like a nice feeling a lot of the time especially when you can't have sex and like you have a boyfriend or something so you're kind of like you know you have that that bigger drive you know but i i still think it's important to kind of like stay in touch with that not to sound like super whatever but
0: (laughs) like it sucks to kind
1: of like just not be horny at all it's kind of like what's happened to me what the fuck
0: yeah I get you that's the thing is it's so annoying that it's like that for girls and not for guys (laughs) guys are more horny when they're not having sex but guys are like also horny when they are (laughs) so it's kind (laughs) of it's just not the same thing in a dry spell but I have had so many instances of guys where they have dry spells and then it's like they have to get back in the game or whatever. And yeah. they're super anxious about it because you kind of forget what it's like and what's acceptable or you're just super in your mm-hmm. head about if you're going to do something wrong. Or... And then you can get into this whole rut of... <laughs> you haven't had sex. And then you get scared to have sex. And then... You get scared to look for people to have sex with or you get rejected once and then mm. it's like, oh no, this is going so badly and then you really take it to yeah. heart. But as being <laughs> taught us, it's it's important to not be upset by rejection because mm. it's not personal. Yeah. But I get that you can take it to heart if you... You're just like trying to <laughs> reignite your yeah. sex life, and then
1: also there's the whole thing of if you you like haven't had sex in ages, and then you kind of are just kind of like oh I don't even give a fuck, like I'm not even horny, and then you just start believing that you don't even want to have sex. So mm-hmm. it's like oh why even try? Because it's like <laughs> oh I don't even miss it because you actually don't miss it because you don't even remember, you know. And then (laughs) I literally remember, like, my boyfriend, hate to throw him under the bus here, but my boyfriend was saying this before we got together. (laughs) Like, all this shit about how he doesn't even miss sex because he just, like, was in a dry spell or whatever. And then we started having sex and he started having sex regularly again. And he was like, yeah, to be honest, like, I don't really know what I was talking about. I just didn't even know what I, like, didn't even remember what I was missing. So, yeah, I
0: take it back. Yeah, it's so scary how you just get comfortable in it. I guess it must be some kind of survival mechanism that you're just kind of like, like some part of our biology. It's like, okay, this <laughs> is okay. Convince yourself this is okay. Convince yourself you don't miss it. It's all yeah. going to be fine. <laughs> but in reality, when you finally do have sex again, you're like, oh, uh, okay, no, no, this is amazing. <laughs> now I need it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, like, tips on getting out like getting out of dry spells or any sort of things to know or whatever
0: well i've been really afraid in the past to approach people that i find attractive and <laughs> proposition them you know what i mean i'm just not that kind of person and that's something that i really really mm-hmm. want to like improve on So I would say just, like, don't be scared of doing that because you're only really hurting yourself, you know. It's just important to stay in touch with your needs and desires, like, your horniness, as we were saying, but also if you want to, if you see someone you like, might as well just, like, take a shot, you know. There's not really any Mm. harm in asking. And, yeah, I would just recommend for people to get to know like what a good way is to approach someone or have one method in your mind that you Mm. know you can always use that will not guarantee you something but at least you know you've tried and you're actively seeking it yeah i would also say it's just important to not deep it too Mm. much don't get super in your head about it and be like oh it's because of this it's because (laughs) like i'm unlovable or (laughs) i'm unattractive or any of those things it's nothing personal, as we say. And it's also something that you can take control over. You know, if you're in touch with your eroticism and like all of that kind of thing, it will be apparent to other people that you're like looking for it. Like, you have to put out what you want to attract <laughs> in. I know that sounds so stupid and so cliche, but I promise you, it's just like a fact of life. I think we were saying with going out, like when you're single you are just more available Mm. and people can sense that whereas if you go out when you're in a relationship you're more closed off so it's not the same you're not attracting that same Mm. feeling
1: i was (laughs) i was gonna say as my little piece of advice i don't know if i've said this before on the podcast but i mean it sounds a little bit fucked up but if you're kind of like stressing out you you're kind of like oh shit i don't know whether i can even fuck anymore like i don't know what i'm doing you're you're really (laughs) overthinking it blah 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 maybe you can sort of like go for someone that you're not like super Mm. serious about or someone that maybe you don't even find like super attractive like even though that (laughs) sounds a bit fucked but you know someone that
0: isn't gonna make you nervous one person is always less attractive so it's fine (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah or maybe like an old friends with benefits i don't know some mm. something like that that would just be like super casual super like low pressure someone that you know is like you're mm-hmm. not gonna care at the end of the day like whether you do what perform well what yeah. or whatever that means you know like it would just be a lot easier to get you out of your head yeah
0: for sure if you're single and you're in a dry spell, like you were single before, and you were sleeping with people, and now you're in a dry spell. I would say to avoid even getting into the dry spell in the first place is like keep your options open. Don't mm. have just one person that you sleep with. Like maybe you have a friends with benefits, but you also have other people that you can sleep with occasionally if mm. you feel like it, or if the other person falls through. You know, when you're single, that's kind of like the joy of it is not putting all your eggs in one basket even though I hate that expression but that is very much what
1: it's like Mm. yeah when I started sleeping with this guy I sort of like my whole sex life depended on him and we weren't even together or anything Mm -hmm. but it was just like I was at the mercy of his booty calls basically (laughs) and that's (laughs) what you kind of don't want to do Because then whenever they're kind of like, "Okay, I'm kind of bored of this or whatever, then you just end up going through a dry spell because you have no one Mm. you can go back to or whatever, you know. And then you have it's like this whole thing of like, oh, shit, now I have to find someone new and this whole thing. So I think as I grew older and wiser in my singledom, (laughs) I kind of (laughs) like just had a few guys that it would kind of be like and I always had my favorite. And, like, the one that I mostly went (laughs) to, But then when it was kind of like, oh, whatever, then you always had, like, someone else. And then sometimes you just want a little something different, you know? Yeah. But another thing I was thinking, in terms of lockdown shit, because obviously you can't have this whole thing going Mm -hmm. and whatever you can't have like all these options be sleeping with all these people whatever
0: rotation
1: but you also don't want to like get into this rut of like i don't know how to be sexual with anyone other than myself in the dark like (laughs) watching porn you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like i don't know i would is I'm not like suggesting anything, but something that came to my head is to kind of stay away from that like non-horniness and like the whole dry spell thing. It's like a good thing to just like keep that going, like in like sex or like I don't know, just be sexual in a way. It doesn't have to be like actually having sex, but mm-hmm. if you're kind of being like, it doesn't even have it, and it doesn't even have to be as far as like phone sex or like Facetime sex, nothing like that. It can literally just be like oh maybe you like send a picture in which like you can see a bit of cleavage or or, or like literally something
0: you know like yeah, flirting or even just take nudes for yourself yeah exactly, exactly. i'm telling you pheromones <laughs> i i really like keep those pheromones like active on your body <laughs> and then you're not gonna it's not gonna fade because when, when i say eroticism, as maria just said like i don't just mean having sex and anything like any sexual acts it is just like about your whole embodiment and like the actions you take you can do that in so many ways Mm. even though this whole situation is so shit we're not just gonna all come out of this pandemic and be like okay well now we don't know what to do like might as well do something to get your thrills in the meantime i've been saying so many expressions I sound like an old man <laughs> <laughs> like this is just proof that i just need to keep in touch with my own sexuality otherwise <laughs> i'm gonna like wither into this like old man person
1: well yeah I guess my my pandemic suggestion is just, like, first of all, obviously, like, masturbate. And then on top of that, like, I mean, it's not compulsory. And I'm not saying, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I, like, really don't want to sound like I'm preaching or anything. But I feel like if you feel like you're kind of in a rut and a dry spell to somehow get away, like, get out of it and not have to, like, full out sleep with someone else and, like, go infect yourself with COVID Mm -hmm. or whatever, you can just get the thrill from, like talking to someone online you know being like like just to keep that like human human thing going rather
0: yeah don't like wallow in your dry spell (laughs) basically yeah (laughs) even though there's nothing to wallow in because it's dry (laughs) (laughs) don't like sunbathe in your dry spell (laughs) also dry spells
1: can be fun sometimes I guess like I don't know that I'm I'm kind of extending the whole dry spell thing but I'm just thinking like times when I haven't had sex in a while and then I see my boyfriend which it's not the same as a dry spell I know but then like I see him and then you have (laughs) sex again for the first time and it's lit and like so you have that to look forward to you know there's always some goodness Mm -hmm. at
0: the end (laughs) yeah but I would clarify as well that when we're saying dry spells, of there are people that do, like, voluntary abstinence, you know, mm. and that's, like, a whole mindfulness thing for them. Obviously, that's not what we're talking like about. Sex dry spell is break. very much involuntary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I have to say, I don't think I'll ever be one of those people. But I really admire the people that can do it. So, mm. yeah, good job to you. You have amazing brain (laughs) power and strength (laughs) overall just embrace yourself embrace your sexuality regardless of your situation you know put out the energy that you want to attract in even if that means that you can't sleep with someone right now maybe you have that little like excitement to look forward to for when we're out of lockdown and you like it's just building up all this sexual energy inside mm. you that when it can finally be released you'll be so happy about so <laughs> yeah yeah and like dry spells
1: <laughs> fucking suck but at the end of the day like everyone goes through it so don't deep it and be like oh like no no one's ever going to fuck me again i don't know how to do this like fuck i'm going to be alone forever like, that's oh, not it's true it's all my fault yeah like everyone goes through it and it sucks but it will end whatever you know fuck it
0: -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely fuck it. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. If you're in a dry spell, (laughs) you got some inspiration, or you just like don't feel so alone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, guys, thank you so much
1: for listening. You can find us on. Instagram at sextrous podcast and on Facebook at sextrous podcast and our website is sextrouspodcasts dot Just all amazing sextrous podcast things. Definitely share it with all your <laughs> friends. Come back next week because we'd love to have you. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to leave us a review, you can do that on Apple Podcast or Podchaser, and we would really appreciate it. And Uh, We will see you (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to
1: Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodetiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.